0: Welcome to another episode of Data Privacy Unlocked. My name is Dave Stouse. With us here today is a man who requires no introduction in privacy circles. It is Joe Duball from the IAPP.
1: Joe, how are you? I'm well, Dave. Very well. I just wanted everyone to know that uh, I was actually bribed to be here today by Dave with a nice toaster that he and his Hush Blackwell folks sent me for my wedding back in October. So, had to make sure that I repaid him somehow, so I said, "Hey, I'll come back on."
0: Yeah, well, you are—you are now, full score. You are uh, uh, the second two-time guest on on the podcast, which is which is amazing because I never thought we'd get past episode two of the podcast <laughs> <laughs> when we started this, and now we have repeat guests, which is hard to believe. And. Yes, we we bought you a toaster for your uh, for your for your wedding. It was not.
1: not Yeah, we're waiting to buy a house and I'm going to bring it out when we (laughs) when we actually have a nice kitchen to put it in and everything. I want it to sit right in front of everyone and people to say, hey, who got you that toaster?
0: Yes, it was. It was. It was. uh, It was not. I wanted to get you the Batman toaster that actually like, you know, made the toast look like Batman, the bat symbol.
1: I wish (laughs) I I wish. wish.
0: Not on your registry. It was not on your registry. So we settled. So, you know, we did this last year, right? Where we waited until basically all the legislatures had kind of winded down. And we, we did a podcast of kind of like talking about the past year and then where things are going. And then, you know, you and I, I on a couple months ago thought, like, let's let's try it again. Let's let's uh, let's chat about what happened this past year and try to draw maybe some pearls of wisdom uh, for where we're going. So with that, you know, I'll, I'll ask you the loaded question to begin with. Did, did 2022 meet your expectations?
1: Uh, in terms of general action, absolutely. I think that this was this last, you know, three, four months that we have went through tracking everything was everything we kind of expected, hoped for, and probably more as far as, you know, states really taking an interest in doing something here and following in the footsteps of Uh, you know, the Virginias, Colorados, Californias of the world. Um, As far as actually passing legislation, uh, I guess I was disappointed uh, because I think that uh, at our last meeting on this very podcast, we talked about how the floodgates were potentially going to be open. And I really believed that. I believe you really thought that was going to happen. And then lo and behold, here we are at the end with just two laws again. And uh, that's not to say that that's uh, not a success for, you know, the states to be able to uh, not push through more legislation, but I think that we just saw so much momentum last year. And I mean, arguably at the beginning of this year, we saw uh, plenty of momentum carry over from then. And we said, oh boy, like this is really going to be something. And then things just didn't materialize. And that has a lot to do with maybe less the policy itself and more the politics of things that that we've learned about over you know these last few months as far as uh, you know building coalitions and making sure you're uh, you know getting your ducks in a row as far as stakeholders go prior to a process uh, you know getting a process going or you know carrying over a process from year to year. but, uh, again, I I would just say mixed bag as far as uh, whether this was a success or a disappointment for uh, expectations. Uh, I, I really think that uh, we we saw a lot of fun. Personally, I think we had some fun with it. Would you characterize it as fun, Dave? I mean, come on.
0: There was numerous times this year where I think you and I were trading texts, and I was saying like, "This year is a lot more fun than last year was." Yeah. Right. So, I mean, some of it was we we just sort of. Knew more uh, state lawmakers. <laughs> <laughs> it's it was, exactly. We had a little more, um, you know, understanding of what was going on. We weren't so lost at sea. I always say, like I said last year, I was like, if you're going to track state privacy laws, you got to be willing to be wrong like 50 percent of the time. Right. And I was standing how much time and effort you put into it. But like, you know, I thought this legislature was closed. I, mean, I thought Washington had failed. And then they were like, oh, no, it's a special budget bill or something like that. Right? Yep. All of a sudden. The bill was somehow alive. It ultimately died, but the bill was somehow alive. Um, but yeah, I mean, and so, you know, as far as, uh, you know, my expectations, thank you for asking me what my expectations <laughs> were, Joe. Um, I, I, similar, right? I, I thought, I thought at one point in time, I thought the dam was about to break. Um, we had, you know, Iowa, Wisconsin, Indiana all pass through one chamber, um, you know, the, the watered down version of the Virginia. Bill had, had had I did I did not expect that I, I did not expect to see this concerted effort to target friendly legislatures and try to pass you know a watered down version of, of Virginia uh, I, I did not foresee that um, we knew Connecticut we knew at all times that Connecticut was going to make a run at it I mean we you know the, the work group happened over the over the summer and the falls you know so we knew from Senator Moroni that that was a real possibility Utah was a you know Utah was
1: out of nowhere, that that was that was blind that was blind signing, us for sure.
0: And you know what what listeners won't know is, uh, so you and I in, in December we were trying to work on this article that we reached out to all these state lawmakers and said, hey, rather than like being reactive, just tell us what you plan on doing, right? And you know we were working on an article and eventually it just became a a, a hush uh, by back article as opposed to you know IAPP one, you know was what it was. Um, but we reached out to Colomer in Utah. And said, Hey, you know, you ran a bill last year. What are you planning on doing this year? And he basically said, Nothing. <laughs> right? He said he was stakeholdering it or something. And then, all of, out of nowhere, the bill gets introduced and it gets passed in like, what, 20- 20 weeks?
1: Uh, yeah, I want to say it was easily, you know, maybe a hair over three weeks. And uh, that, that's the funny part about all these processes too this year. We saw some drawn out processes, like Connecticut, uh, even with. Moroni working you know out of session to get things ready he still pretty much took the entire session to to get the get the thing done as opposed to utah who's just like hey i got this bill from last year uh i've changed it a little bit in reality changed it a lot and passed it in you know again 20 plus days Uh, just crazy to see that kind of turnover but again that speaks back to what we were ta- what I was talking about before with the coalitions and everything you know uh, praise to James Moroni for getting all his ducks in a row and the, getting uh, all these stakeholders on board and in a place where there's minimal divergence in the middle of a session to where you can work things out, but then there's other cases where uh, I think Senator Colmore said during. Uh, one of the last hearings in Utah, he's like, we have this really fragile, you know, group that we're working with here. We have everybody in in place right now good on what we have. If we move this, you know, any way, whether it's to take it down further and ease up more, or to get more stringent, this is going to be done. So, I mean, it's two really different processes where they struck that last minute. They were just like, okay, we've got this together. We need to do it now, as opposed to the more kind of drawn out, okay, we're really going to work through all this to make sure that everybody's satisfied. And if they're not, hopefully their displeasure is going to be able to be fixed within you know, a certain amount of days because we've been talking about this for months and months and months and months
0: I mean you're, you're exactly right on both of those and and you know the Connecticut process I mean all credit in the world to Senator Moroni for for getting that across the finish line it was an incredible lift uh, mm-hmm. for him to do it and to advance the the, the ball on a, a number of topics um, in, in privacy law it took an incredible lift and that's I mean it's sort of we'll talk about you know federal legislation a little bit but it's sort of indicative of that right where it is incredibly more difficult to pass a good law than it is to pass a, uh, I don't want to call it bad law, right? But a a, a law that does less.
1: Uh, I feel like we need to frame that quote from you and put it somewhere. <laughs> that, we, we've, heard, we've heard this so many times from Dave, and I, I think that, that uh, you're you're 100% on, on the ball with that, and I need to get it framed. I need it just so I can have it in my cube at work here.
0: That's, that's yeah, well, it would be... Um, I can only imagine what what type of stuff you've got like up on your your cubit work of of me that's like I've it. <laughs> uh, so it's um, so let me, let me you know let's throw another state out there, uh, Florida, right? I mean, I, I thought going into it, I thought um, I thought we'd have like an eighty ninety percent chance of Florida this year. I just we talked with Fiona McFarland, represented Mark McFarland on uh, the podcast last year, and she was energized by it. It felt like they got really close. It felt like they had alignment on issues, and it just never happened. And, you know, uh, you know, pe- people will know, but, the, you know, uh, Representative McFarland was on a, a local Knowledge Net uh, meeting uh, with Alex Shilcardi, and she said, you know, basically, she doesn't think it's going to happen for the next couple of years because of leadership changes. So, you know, Florida was, we thought, there and could have done a big deal, um, really changed the, the, the narrative. And now it looks like nothing will happen anytime soon. Surprising surprising to you to see Florida kind of fail in that way?
1: Not necessarily for, I mean, a couple of different reasons. One being the dreaded conversations around the private right of action that we continue to have at the federal level, the state level. You know, they're they're all the same things where the the PRA is uh, something that industry just does not have the appetite for, will not have it uh, anytime soon, but we're gonna continue to propose it because again, McFarland uh, proposed a very interesting tiered PRA this year that uh, caught a lot of people by surprise. It was a a unique concept, not really enjoyed by many because it worked based off of thresholds. And uh, I think that, The definitions for that and uh, just didn't work out for some people, and then also we're still talking about uh, you know just frivolous the potential for frivolous lawsuits that people just were were not ready for, but additionally you had two chambers that were on completely different ideals about this. I mean I think that we we had heard from different people that uh, the House was so gung ho about getting something on the books while the Senate. Had zero appetite for it. Didn't I believe the Senate president did not even blink at the idea of leaving this totally to, to the wolves? I guess you could say because it just wasn't something that was on the president's radar at that point. But overall, too, uh, I, I just think that uh, the purpose behind it as well. It was introduced initially with the governor's backing down there on the idea of hitting at big tech and there was discussion about even uh, whittling the bill down to ensure that it was really just going after, you know, the Facebooks and the Googles and everybody of the world. And that that's just not what uh, we're seeing from other privacy laws that have passed. It just doesn't necessarily add up. And you can see where the house who was trying to build uh, a law like that would sit there and say, yeah, we're not gonna bite." So it, there was a lot of just discrepancies there that I think uh, uh, really, made it. So there wasn't, you know, again, just a lot of smoke, but no fire. Uh, I think we, we could even talk that there was a smoke cloud uh, based on everything that was going on there, but there wasn't any fire behind it.
0: Yeah. It's, I mean, it's kind of interesting. You raise this idea of um, certainly in Florida. I mean, it was, there was talk of a special session is that was like one of the, like we, we were holding up, waiting. I remember like somebody. We were running over it
1: because we didn't want to deal with it
0: anymore. <laughs> right. <laughs> it was like, put us out of our misery. Right. I mean, like, three months of nights and weekends trying to track all this stuff and this yep. is like this fool's endeavor, right? And um you know just 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 trying to get every bit a piece of information and then they were going to go in a special session and we were just like, no thank you. Right. Like come yep. back next year. But it is, I mean the motivation in Florida is much different than the motivation is in in California or in Connecticut to pass these types of bills. Um you know Republican interest versus Versus Democrat interests, or just did they, they diverge on these issues? Um, but, you know, throwing another state out there, which um, for what is it, the fourth year in a row wasn't able to get across finish line, Washington, and never really got traction this year. Uh, Carlisle's bill, you know, which carried over, went nowhere. There were some hearings on the one, uh, the bill in the House. You know, I, I mean, the question is I'm asking myself now Carlisle's retired, and is it basically the end? Of, of Washington state dictating or being the the engine for the the thought engine for for privacy law in this country.
1: Yeah. And the, I think you, you hit the nail on the head with wondering, you know, again, Carlisle was the catalyst for all that and trying to figure things out. And with him gone, there's questions of who's going to pick up the torch and people that I had spoken with uh, said that, uh, Rep Slatter, who proposed the Washington Foundational Privacy Act, or I can't remember the exact title of that, the the House bill, uh, said that she could potentially do it, but at the same time, maybe it wasn't that she didn't want to be the one to just like uh, pick up the torch and run with it, thought it could be more of a group effort rather than a singular person trying to do it like Carlisle did in a lot of ways. Obviously, Carlisle brought a lot of people along with him later, but... You know, but I think that it's it's tough in Washington from the standpoint of there are so many options that were on the table. I wrote this back at the beginning of their session this year, where you know you had Carlisle's bill, you had Carlile's uh, targeted bill, which included uh, stuff on uh, you know targeted ads and children's privacy, and had a couple of other things in there. You had the uh, house bill from Slatter, and then you also had uh, Shelly Kloba's uh, I can't, uh, People's Privacy Act. There we go. Uh, okay. There's just a lot of options there with a lot of, you know, there's some alignment with provisions, but at the same time, like Kloba's bill, I think if I recall what we saw from her when she sent stuff over was that it was, that there was stuff that uh, linked to the LGPD in Brazil, uh, she was taking from uh, the uh, the House bill seemed like it was uh, something that could be you know appetizing for lawmakers. Uh, it, it added something uh, along the lines of the California Privacy Protection Agency, a little bit different, but uh, obviously still had a nice feel to it to see that you know you were going to have a, se- a separate regulator take care of things. And then again, we had Carlisle's bill, which was uh, 0 for three, and now 0 for four. Golden Sombrero in baseball got to love four uh, four strikeouts like that. But uh, yeah. it just it, again, you had so many options there. Lawmakers have in Washington have to sit there, probably this uh, you know in the off session here, going into next year, and say, okay, can we find common ground between the three bills that we have here and consolidate it into one proposal? for all of us to work on based off of that, instead of you know having several different stakeholder groups supporting one and not the other and everybody being on a different page because uh, you you just have so many things to choose from and latch onto, why not whittle it down, try and find some consensus, similar to what they're doing at the federal level right now, yeah. and really try and run with something that everybody can mostly get around or eventually get around. I think that it, it, it could be that easy.
0: Yeah, to your point, right? I mean, if there's any sort of, I don't know, takeaway from this year, the two states that passed Utah and Connecticut were both, you know, Virginia Washington Privacy Act variants. Uh, and so nobody has rung the bell on a, on a CCPA, CPRA uh, bill. that kind of still remains. So, I mean, to the extent that you want to just look at number of states, you know, the prevailing model seems to be the, the Virginia Washington Privacy Act. Model uh, now another model that got floated out there was Uniform Law Commission model. Uh, we saw it proposed in Oklahoma, Nebraska, and D.C. It, it went it went nowhere. I mean, not to be uh, not to be dismissive. I mean, you know, the future could could be anything. Uh, but it, it it feels as though you know the Virginia Washington model really has become the predominant one. Uh, at least for now. And the Uniform Law Commission just didn't seem to, that version just didn't seem to to, to
1: catch fire. And the Virginia-Washington model, uh, you know, I think that that makes sense for that to be what people pick up, because what we're looking for here, uh, to, we're looking for uniformity. And unfortunately, the, the ULC's model didn't necessarily, The you know, definitions are different, terminology is different people are confused, the ULC says, you know, if you're compliant with uh, CCPA, CPRA, Colorado Privacy Act, Virginia, all these, then you're compliant with uh, our uniform bill. And it just didn't actually read that way. And I think it confused a lot of people. So it wasn't surprising that that necessarily fell by the wayside. I mean, they, they talked about it in a hearing in Nebraska and They just basically said, yeah, we can't deal with this this year. This is something that needs to be worked on and worked through. And that's coming from the state that the leader of the ULC effort, he's he's from Nebraska. So uh, that, that tells you something about that model. But I think, again, the prevailing thought that we have had all along is states essentially want to find some way to stay somewhat aligned and uniform in all this. And that is growingly, uh, growing into this idea that Washington and Virginia are where we're at and what needs to be the, the standard. Because again, CCPA, CPRA, that is a beast of its own. We, uh, we all can understand that now and uh, that's fine. But what people got to understand is, and I think that you, you talked about it earlier, the watering down of Virginia is going to be something to watch, because that that's what we learned this year is that there there is an effort to take things down a little bit lower for companies, which is understandable. Mm. Uh, you know, the, they don't want to be burdened by uh, by some of the, you know, the various requirements uh, within even the original Virginia model. But, uh, you know, it, it, this is where it gets tough to pass legislation where, you know lawmakers actually want to do, do stuff for their constituents uh, beyond just trying to save their the, the businesses in their state they want to protect their constituents and to drop below virginia i don't think that leaves a very good taste in lawmakers mouth as far as uh, trying to help help anyone that that's sitting there looking for added protections
0: yeah well let's let me kind of like uh jump off from where you were, you were taking us. And this is you know sort of the portion of the podcast where, where I, I invite us to make complete fools out of ourselves. Right. So let's talk about. You we
1: weren't uh, doing that already. I thought we were
0: already doing that. That's, yeah, that's, that's, that's <laughs> more bigger fools out of ourselves <laughs> than what we were already doing. You know, you sort of invited this conversation about, about 2023. And, and before we jumped on, uh, we were just talking before, before we started recording, I feel like there is more uncertainty than ever about things. Um, a lot of that is caused by now the federal bill, the American uh, Data Privacy Protection Act, and it's also, in my mind, even if that doesn't pass, it's it's caused by this, as you said, like this these these bills that are you know watered down versions of Virginia, and whether those get rushed through. And really the absence of another state like a Connecticut that's going to say, like, hey, we want to advance the ball. Now, Oregon's doing something with a a work group right now, but you know, what that bill looks like ultimately remains to be seen. So yeah, so I guess maybe taking it bits and pieces. I mean, there's federal proposed legislation. And Mm -hmm. you know, I feel like this is like watching a nine-inning baseball game where, you know, we we go we attend a hearing, we hear everybody say, you know, you know, bipartisan, bicameral. We think, oh, my God, this is going to happen. And WAPO comes out with an article saying, like, there's, this is never going to happen. Like, Cantwell won't join. And then the Dobbs decision happens, and WAPO comes out with an article saying, you know, even more. I mean, it just it feels crazy, <laughs> uneven right now. Don't, I, I don't know if there's a question in there. But
1: <laughs> uh, no, it is, I mean, it is crazy. They're, they're, you're talking about we're coming off of, again, a very active state. Uh, state run here uh, these last couple months where a lot of state legislators, and we talked about this before we hopped on here, they came out in these hearings and they are saying, hey, we're here doing this right now, having this discussion about a state privacy law because Congress, U.S. Congress will not act and they refuse to act. And that's why we're doing this because we need to take care of business here for us. Uh, And now they're doing it. Now the fed, the feds are actually doing it, and they're trying to make something work, whether or not it will. And I'm skeptical on that, and we'll get to that skepticism probably in a, in a little bit here. But uh, they're they're now actually acting on it, which makes me wonder. As far as 2023 goes, you know, number one, if there is any preemption, we will not have the, what you and I have here is gone. Oof, we will we will never do this again. Everybody should bookmark this. It'll it'll be great. Um, I, get, I, I get my
0: winter weekends back, right? Exactly. You, uh, but, websites. Yeah.
1: But then again, if it uh, if we don't, then it, it, we sit there and we wonder what happens next session yeah. with states saying, "Well, you know, the feds came close last year, so maybe we just wait for them to do it now because they're actually acting on this, or they continue to." you know, press forward with the idea of, okay, we need to to act on this. We need to put protections in place. Something has to be done. And then the other odd scenario that pops up that we talked about earlier was, you know, with this uh, push to do something because they won't do anything in DC, what if they actually do get it across in DC and states are still displeased because There are some out there that wanted to take care of this themselves because they have specific ideas on how things need to be taken care of. There is never going to be a full on win for anybody in this, which is then again, that's all my opinion. Yeah, I I just don't. I I feel like we are going to be stuck in a scenario where it's never going to be good enough. And maybe that's just because technology continues to change uh, at a rapid pace and people have different ideas on. On that change but that i mean i just i feel like we are going to be stuck in kind of this uh as i like to call it with with my mac my spinning wheel of death that i see that just kind of comes up uh, when the poo and the machine is stuck in one spot
0: yeah i you know talk about like trying to handicap whether uh the federal bill will, will, will pass i mean it's anybody's guess right at this point in time, and. uh there's probably only like you know three people in the country, you know, senators who who know if it's it has got a shot or not. Uh, I still, you know, it it, it I've i told you a million times on text, right? I mean, when the bill came out and it had a prior right of action, whether or not you think it's strong or not, it just really struck me as as somewhat shocking because business has won that issue in every single state so far. All five states don't have a prior right of action. California has the data breach prior right of action, but not a broad prior right of action. And I just keep on saying, I, I just, you know, you know, when, when, you know, is business really going to to make that that deal where they're willing to have a federal law because they get one standard to uh, comply with, and and but but at the risk of of having a prior right of action, which just increases this, the risk exponentially. Um, so yeah, I, I I mean obviously we'll be watching this incredibly closely on the on the federal level, and then you know say it doesn't pass like you were you were kind of thinking through, if I'm a state lawmaker and I want to run legislation, does now the fact that they got so close in the feds does that mean hey I'm not going to work very hard on it right mm-hmm. maybe there's not the impetus to, ha- to have it. Two is but if I do want to run it, am I picking the Connecticut, Colorado, Virginia? version, or am I picking the ADPPA? And, I, and I'm starting with that, right? Yeah. Like, have I, am I basically like, well, this is the version that, you know, the feds are, are sort of saying that they they like. There's a lot of similarities between the Virginia and the ADPPA, but there's a lot, a lot of differences. Uh, so does it kind of gunk up the works and, you know, state lawmakers are part-time legislatures. They are, you know, they have jobs, they have Interests. Uh, there, it's it's. If anything, again, I, I feel like we are more unsure than ever, and I also struggle to look at the map. And I'm looking at, you know, our, our tracker now to try to figure this out. Like, what is the state next year? Uh, that you know, we thought Massachusetts, and they had gotten something passed, and then uh, out of the committee, and then um, haven't heard anything in months. We thought Ohio was going to pass a bill all summer. We thought Ohio was going to pass something, and that just just went goodbye <laughs> I, don't know. Um,
1: I think overnight that that thing just slipped away too. That we we sat there and I think we made a call to someone, and they said, "Oh yeah, uh, this is this is stuck in committee and just going to stay here." And I was like, yeah, "Oh, okay.
0: the bill, the bill sponsor, you know, resigned from the legislature, right?" And yep. but the governor was supporting it, and then there was some political trouble. Oklahoma, Colin Walkie is, you know, was the proponent of the Oklahoma Computer Data Privacy Act, is no longer going to be a state lawmaker. We talked about Washington. We talked about Florida. Um, you know, like I said, maybe, maybe, Oregon, you know, Alaska had some push with Representative Fields this this past year, but um, never got that through uh, a chamber. So, yeah, I mean, I, I think heading into, I and mean, we'll have to wait and see what happens to the federal bill, obviously, but mm-hmm. heading, to, heading into 2023, I, I just, I mean, maybe we would see a run on the Wisconsin, Indiana, Iowa, Louisiana sort of. Uh, you know, states. I'm with you on that.
1: I think that it ends up being more because I mean, let's let's put it this way: Iowa and Indiana seemed like they were uh, we we were locking those in uh, for a little while there because it just looked like uh, Indiana they they got it through one chamber, got it through all of its. Uh, hearings in the second chamber and then I think that they even had a second reading on it and we just sat there and we're like okay when's third reading when's third reading and then it never happened never really heard what the hang-up ended up being there but uh, again watered down version of Virginia seemed uh, uh, the sponsor initially had it as a GDPR bill and then all of a sudden comes out hey we cleared everything out of here and we made it closer to Virginia, even though again, it really wasn't, there was, it was less and got it very close. And I could see as long as Liz Brown is there next year and wants to do it again, or, you know, so whoever wants to pick up that torch, if she's not there, I could see that bill very easily moving quickly and, and doing what it needs to do. But I think that you actually raised an even bigger thing that I didn't think about, which was, okay, if you're, a state legislature that either hasn't been able to get the get the ship off the ground with privacy or you're someone that wants to tackle it for the first time, what's the best way to do it that uh, kind of puts us in a uniform way at some point? Go with the ADPPA, go with, go with that framework because you know that eventually that is probably going to be what the standard is at the federal level. They've shown their cards now, so you know that you can work off of that and you can brace yourself uh, for these arguments of, well, I don't want PR uh, a PRA. Uh, well, you know, obviously you can't have the preemption fight, but uh, you can sit there and tell people, well, okay, here's the thing. They just had a federal bill that came very, uh, that was uh, had consensus on it, bipartisan, by bicameral, by all this stuff, and we're running that because this is what it's going to end up being eventually. This is where we're going to end up, so we want to just get on board now.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's entirely likely, too, that um, the, the federal bill, eighty PPA passes through the House and installs in the Senate, right? So you might have a situation in which, you know, to your point, right, where you'd say, like, well, uh, you know, this, this, is the, this is the framework, right? But then again, like you said, I mean, maybe that really just forestalls any efforts because you just think, well, you know, let's give it a year and I've got other legislative priorities, um, I will say, you know, that the the National College of State Lawmakers um, is going to be in Denver for its conference this year at, at uh, the beginning of August. Uh, they have a subcommittee on privacy. And so maybe we'll hear some noise out of, um, you know, what the, at least the attendees are, are thinking about whether they're going to pursue this. But I, I think at a minimum, I think when you look at the map, you just think 2023 is going to be different. Um, and. Really hard to predict how it's going to be different, but um it just is. I mean, it's just it's just it's just going to be a different, different year. So
1: um, I'll give you my I will give you my well, two predictions. One, we're not going to see a federal law. I don't think it's going to happen. i I do not believe that there is the time to deal with the amount of stakeholder input that's uh, that's going to need to be put into this to get it to where it needs to be. The Senate has very clearly shown that they want nothing to do with it. And the Roe versus Wade reversal that came down the other day further cements that because now, uh, and I texted this to you uh, the other night when I sent you the Washington Post article, uh, Senate Democrats uh, want more protections for uh, abortion data and women's uh, you know, health and reproductive uh, privacy which uh, rightfully so understand that, but that is another sticking point that they are going to put into this argument that the bill isn't strong enough. And that just, again, it, it just lends more uh, more to the fact that this thing isn't maybe as bipartisan as we think. There, there's plenty of bipartisanship with it. The House has clearly shown that. It, it's just not all the way there. And uh, as far as state predictions for next year, I mean, Indiana would be one. Iowa would be another, I I don't ever dare to go to like the bigger state economies, but I feel like we got to see something out of like New York or Massachusetts at some point here to really, uh, really move things maybe in a different direction, whether that is MIPSA or the New York Privacy Act, they both kind of sat there dormant for, uh, you know, the better part of two years now. And I think that if we see something happen there that could maybe turn some things Uh, I mean uh, I'm not gonna uh, put all my eggs in one basket here but I think that one of those two could maybe show us a little bit more action and of course we're going to have some random if we don't get preemption we're going to have some random crazy thing where Washington State finally figures it out. You know what I mean? Like that—that'll that, actually be the big storyline—is if they can actually finally figure something out. Uh, which my prediction is no, they won't, because well, it's Washington. But I mean, yeah. what, what do you got? I mean, you got to—you got to give me yours. I—I I don't want to be the only oh. one spitting this wildfire here.
0: Yeah, no, I'm—I'm—I'm I'm, I'm fully willing to let you just sort of, you know, dig a hole, for <laughs> and sit back and sit back and listen, right? I just—I'll
1: hand you the shovel. I—I I can use a break. It's okay.
0: Um yeah you know, there, there's an Oregon work group going on right now they're trying to they're trying to draft something, so I mean that's always an indication that you know if you're if you're spending a lot of time and effort, then yeah, I mean, whether that comes past what remains to be seen, obviously. Um, you know, it's a random state that is Nevada, right? So Nevada is in every other year legislatures, so they were out of session last year, but they have passed privacy legislation, uh, I guess it'd be for the past three. Uh, so They passed Nevada, and then they came in and they did the uh, opt out of sale, but they had a really narrow definition of sale. And they went back in last session, uh, you know, two years ago, and they tinker with the definition of sale. So, like, can I envision, you know, Nevada doing, you know, some sort of CCK, you know, or Colorado thing? It's hard to envision, but like, they've had this strange interest in it. Um, and, you know, I, I know there were states like Vermont that, um, you know, there was interest there at the attorney general's office. Um, it just takes it, it, and you mentioned Massachusetts as well. I, I mean, I, I felt like there was a lot of momentum there and that just maybe maybe something happens. I don't I don't think that it will at this point. In time. I, I believe there was a, a, a deadline that was missed. But again, like in state lawmaking. So you can never say definitively. It seems like, <laughs> like the rules are optional in state lawmaking. Um Texas was out of session. It'll be back. I don't think Texas will do anything. You know, people who are are there tell me they don't think it'll do something. So I, I think maybe we are looking at, at sort of this play on coming back to these states with, you know, the the, 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 the Virginia light version of privacy law and maybe running that in a few different few different states and seeing if they can get that across the finish line. Um, I don't know that that changes the discussion though. if Iowa, Indiana, Wisconsin, and Louisiana enact a Virginia light version, who cares? I mean, you still you still have Colorado, California, and Connecticut, the three C's that have stronger privacy laws, and so they'll just dictate right and and companies will you know every time you have a stronger bill done, it's just you know like it just takes one stronger bill to 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 advance the, the discussion on a national level, um, the federal bill. I mean, gosh, you know, <laughs> you know, I, I I love to see it happen. Don't get me wrong, I, I love to see it happen. I thought the last version, uh, you know, it's we're recording this June 29th, So the last version that came out last week, um, I thought was a much better version uh, of of the bill uh, after the discussion draft. Um, was kind of happy with that version. Mm-hmm. Uh, I accept that I don't like the primary action. I just never have. I, I I just, you know, I just don't like that idea. Yeah, probably.
1: and I mean, I think on top of that, though, you talk about good things. You see things like uh, language around or enhanced language in this version, this current version around algorithmic, algorithmic assessments and stuff like that. I think that's huge. Obviously, doesn't do a ton for children's privacy, which I think may end up being a sticking point at some point, considering how the Feds have really been gung ho this year about we want to protect kids online a little bit more. Uh, there's there's a lot there's a lot of meat on that point. Yeah, right.
0: And there's you know Connecticut there was there's a work group that's established. it will start up in September. And one of the topics is is children's privacy. They wanted to do more with the bill on children's privacy, and they did. It's an issue in California. There's you know the age appropriate design code in California right now that's been moving through the legislature. Um, Children's privacy is a is a big big deal right now. I think people get it. There's a lot. I mean, in Connecticut, there was alignment on both sides of the aisle to do more on children's privacy, and that you know, to the extent that I express opinions on privacy topics, that's that's a near and dear opinion to me. I've got young kids, and I just think that's something we need to get buttoned up. Uh, But yeah, I mean, there are to the point of the federal stuff, right? there, There are such media issues, and having gone through the state lawmaking process a number of times now, as we have, it is so tough to get a bill passed. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's so many interests in play. There's so many stakeholders that want to say, and yeah, it, it's just, I'm not going to bet against it because that's, that's just stupid. Um, I, I'd be thrilled if it happened, uh, but it's, it's still, are we there yet as a different discussion as well uh, just remains to be seen. So yeah. So, what do you think, Joe? Any any last parting thoughts then uh, to, to, to the few listeners who are who are still hanging on? Uh, you know, they've they've they they they've, they've lost their phone, so they can't turn it off. Right? So, so I was ramble on this stuff.
1: Uh, well, two things. Uh, one, I have to thank you once again this year for being a uh, partner in crime on tracking all this. Uh, I don't think people understand that. Uh, once again, tracking all this, keeping uh, keeping pace with. Uh, legislatures across the country is no small feat. And I think uh, Dave can also say that without each other, we have uh, we would not be fl- uh, afloat right now. We would be totally submerged in everything that we've uh, dealt with and we would not be on top of things. So I thank you for that. And I got to make a correction from the beginning. Uh, you sent me that toaster in September because I got married in September. Sorry, my wife, <laughs> Cordy Dubal for saying that we got Married in October. Like th- this is where my head's at right now. Is <laughs> I don't even know where where I am anymore. What, what you know? It's just been such a whirlwind the last year. And you know, so Courtney, honey, sorry. I, sorry, I'm sorry I about
0: forget. Before you've even reached your first anniversary, you've already forgotten what what the anniversary is. That's- it's
1: it's not a good omen for for me generally. It just says my mind is is falling off. Which again, uh, if you see my Twitter apologies for trying to keep up with uh these legislatures you would understand that yeah my mind is already gone
0: well and, and you raise a good point right which we we have not mentioned you know your other partner in crime tk lively uh at the iabp who was tracking yes. all of this stuff and tk was always very reluctant to you know push Delf out on her twitter despite you and i always saying like tk you found it, get it out there now i i, I made her responsible for the louisiana bill because she found it and i always just call, <laughs> him, I call tk well, she
1: sat, she sat there and messaged me afterwards and said why is Dave calling Louisiana my bill? What have, what have I done? What did I do? And it's like, well, uh, we didn't, we didn't want to see it, number one. And funny enough, that was one bill that we didn't talk about in this last hour that we've had together, which is that one came uh, out of nowhere at the end. Like, this, yeah. is, this is how interesting it is to continue to track and cover this is you never know when stuff's done. You never, you never know when it's over. You never know when something's going to pop up. I mean, I think a couple of weeks ago we thought everything was done and then New Jersey came out of nowhere with a somewhat limited bill. And we said, oh, okay." Uh, it's uh, as far as the state privacy uh, news and just trying to keep up with it, you got to really hawk it at this point. You got to be you got to be zeroed in on this stuff and be willing again to be wrong, but also be willing to invest some time in figuring out if you're actually right on something.
0: Well, and and you know, another of our partners in crime was Kier Lamont from mm-hmm. from FBF, who has a much better accent than you and I do. I I would I would invite him on my podcast, but he would sound so much better than I do. So <laughs> like,
1: I just, you would be put to shame, Dave. You would. Be I would. Put I,
0: I mean, like he would he would own me on my own podcast, right? And I just I just feel like you know. But but Kier. Uh, uh, you know, Kier quickly came into the fold uh, this year and and trying to like track all of these things. And you know, I mentioned Al that, uh, down at down at Shook, who uh, was just who was just bonkers on the on the Florida legislation.
1: Alcicly is in the know when it comes to mm-hmm. Sunshine State.
0: And yeah, we lost one partner in crime, Marie Mahoney at a Consumer Reports. She went to the uh, the the CPPA. Congratulations to mm-hmm. Um So yeah, I mean, it, it is sort of like a small group of of people trying to trying to track this and like. You know, which has always amazed me, right? I always feel like this is like the biggest story, but maybe that's just because it's in my head. (laughs) (laughs) You and I have convinced each other that people- I
1: can't can't tell you how often I go and, you know, uh, go places with my friends now and sit down and start talking about privacy and like talking about how, oh, this state's doing this, this state's doing that. And I just get these bug eyes looking at me like, (laughs) "Why, why do you keep bringing this stuff up? It's because I have unfortunately dug my heels in and sold my sold my soul to the state privacy devil. I guess in five in five years, you and I will have nothing to talk about. Right? Bingo. This we we tough. won't we won't even talk anymore. This, this is going to be the best part of <laughs> conversations. We're going to be like, oh, who are you?
0: <laughs> I'm going to be I'm going to be like a whole different type of lawyer. I won't even be doing privacy law anymore. I, I you know I, I this this sort of like adrenaline rush that you need to to like track these these things will be gone, and I'll, I will I will have washed out. But well, anyway, we have kept our listeners forever. Um, so we'd like to really thank you for coming on. It, it'll be interesting. Do you think we'll make make year three uh, next year? We'll have a, a third Dubois. Fingers and
1: crossed.
0: Fingers crossed.
1: Fingers crossed. I mean, maybe, maybe we'll have to do it at the beginning of the year if something weird happens on the federal level just to make sure we can get our last licks in. But uh, I, yes. I have a feeling, I have a rather good feeling that we will be, we will be back here June next year having these same silly conversations and just really going, no old Bart again.
0: Well, thanks for coming on. Uh, It is always much appreciated and a great conversation. And we'll be talking soon for sure.
1: Thank you, Dave. My pleasure. And uh, we will definitely be talking soon.